0: So today we're going to try something different. My previous two episodes were kind of some top ten, top five lists. And today it's just going to be kind of me talking about a subject. So today's today's episode is Frosty Thoughts on PG-13 Horror. So if you watched my last episode, my top five worst movies of 2019, Check it out if you haven't, please. <laughs> um, then you will know that I despise Black Christmas for many reasons, but the one I'm going to kind of talk about and use as a, seg- a segue into the discussion is the rating. So, initially, and I think I did s- say this in my previous episode, um, it was going to be R, the movie was going to be which I kind of was more okay with, um, because that meant it was kind of staying closer to the source material. Because the 1974 version was R, and the 2006 version was R, and I love the 1974 version. I've yet to see the 2006. Heard mixed things about it, might check it out some other time. But they made this one PG-13 because the director claimed they wanted to speak towards young women, Woman, I can't speak for if that was true, but my young woman friend went with me, and it was pretty unanimous that both of us left the theater not feeling very empowered. But I kind of already knew this. It wasn't so much as a sneaking suspicion as a, yeah, that's just a shame. See. Generally, the guy who checks ID, who checks bags, who tells you no, you can't bring candy to a theater. I'm the guy that everybody would hate. Um, and so, something I had to become really familiar with were age ratings and who could see what, who could see what kind of movie, and how old they had to be. So, there are no restrictions, and this could vary depending on where people live and how their theaters operate, but at least here in Bend, Oregon, there are no age restrictions on PG-13 movies, regardless of um, what's in them or how old people are. And I have seen some PG-13 uh, movies that I feel aren't okay for kids. Um, the Dark Knight, one of my favorite movies, but God, that movie is so violent. There's a scene where a man has a cell phone bomb, Sewn into his chest. Now they don't show him like actually exploding. They show the explosion, but they show the vibrating on cell phone sewn into his skin. And I was thinking to myself, this is pretty intense. I mean it's not a Tarantino film or anything, but it's still pretty intense. So PG13 can get up there. And so I don't necessarily agree with the with the fact that most people. Where anyone can just walk into a PG-13 movie. When I was working at the movie theater uh, for those months, I had this one. I had, a, I had a group of kids. The oldest was probably 11, and the youngest was closer to six. And they were seeing the new Guillermo del Toro film, Scary Stories to Tell in, to Tell in the Dark, which I saw twice. Actually, I really liked it. I'll we'll get on that later. and I kind of said to like. The younger guy said, "Hey, little dude, are you sure this is okay for you? It's pretty intense." I'm pretty sure he ran out crying. So, yeah, anyone can see PG-13 horror, and there's, and that's kind of why so many um, production companies and directors make PG-13 horror. Blue House is notorious for this. If you don't know what Blue House is, Look them up and you'll get a good general idea. If you can think of some kind of summer blockbuster popcorn flick, probably the third in a horror franchise that was no worse than PG-13, it's probably Blumhouse. Um, so because anyone can see it, it makes the most money since you don't have to be of a certain age, since your ID doesn't have to be checked, it'll make the most money yeah that works well I'm and so uh, PG-13 movies have been known to to make the most money out of any age ratings even R. but here's my problem with this a PG-13 movie should come naturally it should like your rating should go up like as you add things it it shouldn't you shouldn't have to like cut it cut it down to become PG-13 your initial idea should be that it's pg-13 not that oh we have to make it pg-13 to attract the younger audiences to get the most money because if your initial thought if your initial kind of intention is to make a movie but keep watering it down keep editing out places and keep cutting it out scenes to make it pg-13 come on you are making this movie to make money to make a quick buck And that's just, that's disrespectful to other movie directors, other movie makers, and that just shows you have such a lack of caring about this art style. Now, I'm not saying all PG-13 horror movies are bad. Um, And there's some ways that it's implemented really well. Cloverfield, directed by J.J. Abrams, 2000 guess because I'll be wrong but um is a found footage or a film directed by J.J. Abrams and it is good and so because it's all being recorded by a character it makes sense if there's something for the character to then look away so uh, Cloverfield is kind of general synopsis if you don't know it's all of a sudden aliens are kind of raining down on New York since we're from the perspective of a character that doesn't know anything from it, we also don't know any- anything about it. We know as much as them, and that's why I love um, the found footage aspect works well. And so there's a scene where a character was like bitten or like kind of scratched by one of the aliens, and she's kind of like feeling all sickly and pale, and then like they get her to like a military base. And then, they, and then, like, you just hear a bunch of screaming, we've got an infected one! And then you just, like, a bunch of doctors and military personnel running. And then the camera turns away because they don't want to look at it. But you can see the shadow, and then this woman starts to, like, inflate like a balloon, and then pops. Like, ah, uh, it was really well shot, and just really well kind of led up to. But, um, and that film was PG-13, and it makes sense. Um, I do think... If you're running around in New York City and there are aliens chasing after you, there might be some more swearing, um, but I don't think J.J. Abrams is a big fan of having his films be swear he- heavy, but it makes sense for the camera to cut away because it naturally works. It, the, the character who's filming it organically will not want to look at it, therefore the camera will not be looking at it, and it works really well that way. And then, another movie that does it really well is A A Quiet Place, um, yeah, I mean, John Krasinski definitely went into this kind of thinking, okay, we're just gonna, like, this doesn't have to be R, and that's the thing, like, just because a movie doesn't have to be R, that doesn't mean it has to be cut all, all the time, um, kind of just my rundown on some good pg-13 horrors if you're looking for like something to watch with like the family or like if you have a younger sibling my top three are cloverfield scary stories to tell in the dark and a quiet place all are really good all actually have some pretty intense moments check them all out they're great now let's get back to black christmas so like i said originally the film was was going to be R. Then, they made it P.D. 13 to connect with younger women. Um, And I can respect the intention if it was true. When I went and saw it, I could point out at least three scenes where it cut away, but you could tell that they had clearly filmed the rest of that scene. Like, a scene, there's this one scene where a character walks into a room, and there's another character who has wiring kind of around her throat see that because it cuts away but it didn't feel natural so you could I could tell that it that, that scene originally and more planned to it and when you have to water down your movie essentially with cuts and edits what you're gonna have left is not your initial kind of intention and whether you were intending for it to be actually really good or just a moneymaker people will notice I mean, the problem is, a huge target audience of movies these days is a group of idiotic um, high school freshmen who can start affording movies on their own, decide, hey, let's go see a scary movie. And so then they go see a PG-13 horror. But then they make money. These movies make money. People don't get it. <laughs> stop bad movies from being made by giving them bad reviews. I mean, I don't... The Saw movies never got good reviews, and yes, I know those are R, but it's just a good example of how it's reviews versus money of what makes movies like keep continuing in production. I think the highest Saw movie rating was 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. 54! That's education system so that's not necessarily a fail but that's not a good movie either and that was the highest and that is a series of eight movies eight and then even you look at the paranormal activity or the insidious movies the first the first couple were fine they were they were all right for what they were Um, but they made millions upon millions and that's how They keep making these movies is because they keep making money off of these movies. Then they make that money, or they they take that money, and they make more crappy movies. My I was one time scrolling around on Netflix with my parents, and they kind of groaned at the Saw movies. And this was kind of at a time where I wasn't quite understanding like the quality of movies. I think I was a, a sophomore. Um, in high school and um, and they kind of made a good point about all just horror movies in general you get cheap writers cheap actors you use cheap effects that way there's no way that you're not going to make a profit Uh, yeah I mean so kind of if anything is a takeaway from this it's a couple things one If you don't think a movie should be given a sequel or the people who made it should be given the free reign and tools to make another movie, don't pay and see it. Movies that don't make money don't get sequels. There are a lot of movies that kind of had like like endings that say like, oh yeah, there's going to be a sequel. And then those movies don't make money and then there's no sequel people are pleasantly pleased. But my main takeaway is that movie companies need to start making PG-13 movie, PG-13 horror movies naturally. It shouldn't be cut this scene, cut this scene, cut this scene, water down the dialogue, no swearing, take out all, all the sensual stuff. If you're gonna make an R-rated movie, man, make an R-rated movie, they make money. And if you're gonna make PG-13 horror, great make sure it flows, make sure it's natural, make sure you're clearly not just trying to target, like, the lowest target audience of idiotic freshmen. Thanks for listening to my rant on PG-13 movies, or PG-13 horror movies. Um, If you think someone else would kind of like to hear what I say or like to Listen to my previous episodes. Uh, please recommend this podcast. I'm now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. So, like, if you have an Apple phone or device, you can just look me up in the podcast. You can look me up in iTunes. Uh, I'm there, just frosty thoughts. Uh, thanks for listening.